Yippee-o, yippee folks. Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest, Gray Baker. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. And I'm Satan's dog. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, and you're covered in caca. I'm going to be honest, don't remember a lot of this movie. I watched it last night. I feel like that was like... Or Monday. Okay, well, we'll get into it, but I feel like that was a memorable part that I remembered prior to yep. watching this. Same. Same. I um, Yeah, I mean, you know, what we do here each week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment chosen by the winner. This week is Allegra's turn to defend. It is a movie that I put into the draft at the top of the year, and it is a movie that, for some god-awful reason, has really stuck in my brain through these years as, like, one of those movies we saw as kids. Oh, yeah. It certainly it wasn't, is one it, of those movies. It was, it was never one that we, like, revisited a bunch. It was never one of those movies that we quoted all the time. But for some reason, it just really holds a place in my head. And that movie is 2001's C-Spot Run. This had to have been like on TV a lot because I feel like we saw this movie all the time. Maybe not even, I don't know if we saw it all the way through all the time though. Like clips. there are like clips. clips that we would like tune into. And then like once the last quote unquote funny part was over, then we would just like dip out. Is that how you guys remember I, watching this movie too? No, like, honestly, I feel like I've only seen it two or three times. Like, and even then, yeah, maybe it wasn't all the way through, but I don't think it was one that, like I said, we revisited. I don't remember sitting on the couch and watching this. I remember seeing it in theaters and then like maybe seeing it in parcels one or two times. We, I feel like we watched may, it a lot. I feel like we may have rented it once. But then other than that, maybe we like on rented TV it occasionally. once and then rewound it to the parts we thought were well, funny. I did that all the time as a kid where I would just skip straight to the climax of every movie because I'm like, this is the good part. Like, whatever. <laughs> Fuck all the other fluff. I don't know. And But so 2001, what was the release date? Um, it came out March 2nd, 2001. So Holland was nine. Allegra was six. And I was four. Yeah. Yeah, we were definitely. And I know we saw it in theaters. We were definitely. What's funny is I feel like dad took us to. He must have. So yeah, I reached out to both of our parents and neither of them remembered. Dad literally said, I don't think I saw that gem. And mom, I asked her if she remembered it. And she said, absolutely not. So I feel like if we saw it in theaters, it was a dad movie. Yeah, he probably just forgot about it because it fell asleep. Unremarkable, and he was to be honest. Yeah, he was either asleep or went and saw something else. This might have been a Holland's nine. She could watch it for an hour and a half. Amazing trust. Hey, it was pre-9-11. The world was brighter True, back technically then. technically was pre-9-11. It, it, I guess this feels like a pre-9-11 movie. Um, oh, absolutely it feels like a pre-9-11. It, okay, it here's the difference. It doesn't feel here's like pre-9-11 as Charlie's Angels. No. Not as hopeful. No, but those are also very it's different genres. Class. But here, <laughs> think about it this way. They are? Because I do think... <laughs> I do think these two movies are very comparable and not just because of Anthony Anderson, but Kangaroo Jack 
is a post 9-11 movie and that feels when you compare it to this that's definitely a post 9-11 versus this pre 9-11 movie yeah at first i thought you were saying we could really compare Charlie's Angels and Sea Spot oh, Run. They're so that's similar. What I you were too. <laughs> On so many levels. I'm so confused. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was trying to I was trying to bury the lead. I was trying to give you a big review. If you think about it, David Arquette, Boy, and Spot are the Charlie's Angels of the group. And Anthony Anderson or whatever his name is is the Bosley. He's he's totally Bosley. <laughs> Which one is David Arquette? Who is the worst angel? Who's just the absolute da- fucking worst? David Arquette. David Arquette is like, is like if if Drew Barrymore's character didn't find like spying as a profession. This is if she continued to just kind of be yeah. a dirt ball, this is drag, like a dirt bag. Dragged up Drew Barrymore. <laughs> so like when Drew Barrymore is a man. Um, in in the movie, and if that was like, if she had not found it's spying, David Arquette. If she had not found spying or spectacles, David Arquette, David, David Arquette. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, or the Chad. You have to remember that if she didn't find spying spectacles or the Chad, she would be a mailman living in Seattle. I think the boys. I think Cameron boys Cameron Diaz, Diaz yes. and Spot is Lucy Liu. Yes, I 100 percent going to say that. Very much do not like that a woman of color is being associated with the only animal in the film. We're noting it. But, We're noting it. But, but he's I would the like, most competent he's the smartest one. one of the three. <laughs> and the most competent. And the It is actually one. a compliment. And let's just say the dog is the only one with an arc. True. There's no no other growth or development from any other character. Minimally. Well, we're hey, getting ahead I, of ourselves. I absolutely disagree. I, Gray, why, why are keep you defending, defending this movies? movie? Why do I keep defending your movies? <laughs> it doesn't you have matter. A good heart. It doesn't matter. You love an it's because underdog. I'm just way too fucking impartial. You're so, okay? so impartial and honest. <laughs> You love an underdog, Greg. You yeah. hate when it feels like yeah. we're piling on. Honestly, I just want to get into it. So let's just pre-watch. get to our pre-watch notes uh, and hear what everyone thinks. I personally would like to start first. Okay. Um, I know for a fact I have not seen this movie in at least 15 years. Same. Um like we had just explained, it probably had to have been on TV or from Blockbuster, but that was like never rented again or whatever. <laughs> um, David Arquette that? is like a mailman or something, and he's trying to impress a girl by getting her kid a stuffed dog, but then a police dog escapes and keeps him, and the cops are looking for the dog. And then also, there's a moment where David Arquette gets filled with air or something and bounces around a grocery store to... So, I thought it was... I was wrong. It was, it ended up being the hamster dance. But in my head, when I was writing this out, I thought it was the Six Flags song. Uh, the, I, thought, I thought you were going to say Crazy Frog. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I started spacing out and no, I thought... Hamster- Hamster dance walked so Crazy Frog could true, run. True, okay? true, true. I th- I was spacing out. I thought Gray was reading the IMDb summary, and I was so confused. Oh, did you read that yet? <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I'm so sorry. Thank you for reminding me. I was like, they're putting so... like or something in the IMDb. <laughs> so, I this out. Honestly, that would be fucking epic. Uh, we should just we should just enter Gray's pre-watch notes into the IMDb summary. It's pretty. It's basically one and the same as many of the ones we've read on the show already. <laughs> so so this summary comes from Garfield twenty seven ten, who I don't know why, but I feel like they've written a summary or two for some of our previous movies, mm. but it doesn't matter. Anyways, thanks Garfield twenty seven ten. A drug-sniffing agent canine is a target for an assassin boss, so the FBI calls witness protection to send him somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. Me, 
Meanwhile, a single mom puts her six-year-old boy, James, in the care of her irresponsible mailman neighbor, Gordon, when the babysitter bails on her. Meanwhile, (laughs) an assassin mob boss hires two goons and assassin mob boss, the assassin mob boss, they said and, okay, anyways, hires two goons to kill Agent Eleven. Never referenced before that the dog was named Agent Eleven. But when Eleven escapes from the van when they tried to kill him, he hides in Gordon's mail truck that James is in too. And guess what they name him? Spot. Guess what? (laughs) You'll never guess. This was a really good one. (laughs) (laughs) This was the most chaotic summary we've we've read yet and i think it's my favorite it i say that every time but i think this like is a my child wrote it. <laughs> that six-year-old wrote it <laughs> guess what billy or whatever <laughs> james his name is he james. adds gordon's mail truck that james is into and guess what they name him spot who would name a six-year-old james his name he's clearly jimmy James is, James is an adult man's name. I think it's supposed to be James because of how like buttoned up he is raised. He's a nerd. So um, what? Okay, uh, let's finish our other yeah, yeah, yeah. two watch notes. So mine. Yes, yes, yes. I did Sorry, back not to remember. It. I so there were parts that I definitely remembered like as they were happening, but pre-watch didn't remember a ton. I feel like this is gonna be so bad. <laughs> David Arquette is dating someone and ends up having to take care of her son? Or is it his son? Do not remember. Spot runs away from being a police dog or something. Ends up with David Arquette and boy. Chaos ensues and the policeman finds the dog. Does the dog choose who to live with a la Airbud? Hamster dance song in the pet store. <laughs> well... <laughs> Not too bad. I <laughs> thought I remembered a lot, and now I remember. Now, next to yours, uh, both of you, I don't know. <laughs> uh, David Arquette is a deadbeat who has the hots for a MILF. He says he'd get the boy a dog to impress her, a fake dog, and accidentally gets a police dog instead. <laughs> Famous voiceman is the dog's real owner who loves him. Um,. Hilarity ensues. Famous voice man? The, Who the fuck do you think it was? The FBI guy. I remembered the FBI guy. I just don't know his name. <laughs> famous He's voice doesn't, man. His voice What distinct. famous voice does he do? I just remember his voice being really distinct. Anyway, continue. Ugh. A man from Kangaroo Jack is there. Hamster dance. <laughs> Boy and David bond. Boy keeps the dog. That's it. I, I knew that the hamster dance scene was going to be in all of our pre-watch notes because that mm. is the scene that I know we all thought was like the most hilarious mm-hmm. piece of filmmaking we had ever seen when this came out. Yeah. I know we fucking loved that scene and then it made us love the hamster dance song. Uh, great. <laughs> I'll have you know that. Was this the... Was it chicken or egg? Did this make us love the song? Or did the song make us love the scene? I think this was the first time I heard this song. I can't remember if this was the first time I heard really? this song or not. I, pro- I think so. I think this was the origin for our love of the Hamster I feel like song. I remember hearing it on Radio Disney a lot. I'm sure that happened too. Great. Michael Clark Duncan, I'll have you know, was Wolf in Air Buddies. <laughs> And other things. That iconic voice. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> and Big Daddy in the Land Before Time Invasions of the Tiny Sauruses. <laughs> what the fuck is boy, that? So why? So don't you feel stupid now? <laughs> Did you? Th- are you getting him mixed up with the Allstate guy? No. Okay. Anyway, I remembered who this person was. Any more time on this? I was I the memory of this man and his voice. Anyways, let's get into our scores. Holland, would you like to lead the charge? Sure. Nostalgia. I have a six. I had a seven. Wow. Right. 
cool. Okay. Because like I said, I don't know why, but whenever we were thinking of this podcast, like from the beginning, this was one of those movies where I'm like, man, I cannot wait to yeah. go back over this piece of shit. <laughs> I re- like I definitely remember this being like part of our childhood for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. So the nostalgia? Yeah. Above halfway. I feel like that's respectful for me. Okay. Sit through ability. Absolutely. I have a 5. I had a 6. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was as bad as I, I thought it was going to be. I was No, yeah. Surprised. I was re- Yes, I was definitely thinking this was going to be another kangaroo jack and this was so much more palatable than kangaroo if anything it was a little bit boring yeah you know what i mean but like boring is better than kangaroo jack so i'll take it um yes okay my appropriate for children might be i don't know i have an eight i also have an eight yeah like it is a kids movie. And like I a lot of that is because Yeah, I mean there are there are a few things where you're just like, eh, you know, like maybe not, but like it still is a kids movie. I wouldn't feel nervous putting this on in front of a six-year-old. No. And I'm like and I a lot of that is just backed up by the fact that I remember all three of us enjoying this movie at one point yeah. in time. Like I remember like yeah. I remember we used to quote Parts of this movie for a very brief period of time. Which parts? And that's the I'm covered in caca part. And like I remember that move that scene being like hilarious to us. And I remember the hamster dancing yeah. being hilarious to us. Like maybe we didn't quote a lot of it, but I feel like we quoted some of it, and that's how you knew that we were like obsessed with a movie because we were insufferable movie quoters. I did as have, children. I did have like weird like flashes, like the lights were like flickering in my head, not fully a turning on, but it was like you know. Yeah, yeah. And so there were moments where I was like, "Oh, did we did we love this part? Yeah. Oh, did there we were love parts this that we part? loved yeah. in this movie when yeah. we were children." Yeah. So that is a big boost Dude, to the okay. appropriate for children score for me as well. Yes. Hold up. What? No, like hold up score. Oh, I thought. <laughs> I was like, what? Why, why are we holding? You thought I was saying like, hold up, wait a minute. Let me put some kush up in it. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Hold up. I have a four. I had a five. Okay. Yeah. Can I follow? I have a five. I also have a five. Okay. I like how Allegra didn't speak up once because she, in her head she's like, these all deserve to be lower. I was like, you know what? The only thing I'm going to do is fight for you to not lower your scores. <laughs> Dude, this movie is very I mean, confidently giving me a chance to take the lead. I mean, it all depends good. on it all depends on what I can pull off in this uh the drawing of the hat yeah. at the end of this episode <laughs> but it is so down the middle i mean maybe a little lower than the middle that like it's like all right it's not gonna tank allegra yeah but it's, not a it's definitely jack, not it's giving not her, her a comfortable score I think depending on what you get next, you might overtake her because you guys are very close. Yeah, I did say when I got C-Spot Run, my immediate reaction was, it's not Big Rock Candy Mountain. And so I have three more weeks of not having to defend (laughs) Big Rock Candy Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, there's still a chance that in the next two weeks, one of you gets quite possibly the worst thing we have on the list. Uh, I really hope you get it. You fucking deserve it. I mean, I'll agree. If I end up getting Big Rock Candy Mountain, I'm I'm losing this season. I will agree <laughs> that you don't deserve to get it. Like Gray and I really have to fight and like put our dukes up and yeah. be the ones to defend Big Rock Candy Mountain. What the fuck did I do to deserve that? In second place, bitch. You gotta like if you want the win, you gotta earn it. Um, well, we're not talking, this isn't, we aren't, we aren't talking about that movie yet. Let's, so let's get back to C-Spot Run. If we must. Yes, you're right, you're right. <laughs> let's get into it. Um, okay. 
I wanted to just briefly touch on because we it was like on the top of my brain. We were talking about like you know moments that I do remember when watching it, knowing that I loved it as a kid, mm-hmm. and just right off the bat, it was his fucking tool belt for getting around all, all the, the dogs, dogs as a mailman. That was like absolutely catered for a four-year-old me. So I'm just like, like, you know, with, with Inspector Gadget, yeah. I loved all the gadgets, yeah. you know? And so and like Pee-wee, uh, we, it technically is a lost episode, but like Pee-wee's bike with all the gadgets, love that shit. And then this, I'm like, yep, bright colors, tool belt, slingshot, I'm in. Mm-hmm. You, you got me hooked. Man, I think this is going to be Oscar worthy as a four-year-old. Pee-wee's <laughs> was such a better movie than this. All right, listen. I there's one regret I have from us losing the Pee-wee's episode, and it's that we never got to talk about the snakes. <laughs> 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 but God, that that scene was so good. <laughs> okay, we can't okay. keep talking about other thing. movies. We have <laughs> we to have talk to about this movie this at some movie point. Did not have a moment like that. You know, no. it was another part I fine. remembered us laughing no. at was when like the kid got all hyper on sugar and he had the Fruit Loops box. Yeah, that was, honest, that was decent. That was, that was a decent scene. Yeah, it was cute. The kid yeah. was. Cute. It wasn't the like kid actually was really funny. Cute. The kid was really cute. This is the kid yes. from Two and, and I will Men, say, right? I, yes, this it is. But I also child. will say, I think. David Arquette pulled his own weight with what he was given for the script. Meaning, he had to rely a lot on physical comedy because A, it's what the script called for, and B, anything that wasn't that, that was actually like line delivery, the script was not helping him out much. I will say- So I will say, with the physical comedy that he had to perform, I thought it, it it held up to what he needed to do, I guess, you know, he like, did fully you know, he's no fucking, I will give him that yes. he fully committed to being the absolute goofiest goob that ever goobed on screen. It's too bad that his own range is so limited. <laughs> also <laughs> true. Because what an <laughs> asshole fucking Gordon was. Gordon, oh, was, Gordon was not a well huge piece of shit. No, he was not a well-adjusted human being. <laughs> How old is was he supposed to be? We that was also, one of my first okay, quotes. Okay, okay, that's a good question. Also, we are given the information that Gordon is a was abandoned in a mailbox, <laughs> and then we like never really <laughs> got the backstory on that, other than him like. <laughs> semi-relating to the child by saying like i didn't have a dad either but i also didn't have a mom but then we just never really addressed that other than the fact that it happened that's the whole the whole arc his whole arc is that he learned that like he needed to step up and give this kid this kid a father figure and be a family and at the very end when he's talking to iconic voice guy um <laughs> he he's talking about the dog but he's really talking about himself yeah i guess he was like he's like the not- dog needs a family he needs people who love him because he didn't have a family and he didn't have people and you're like he's talking about himself and that part actually made meg tear up oh and I'm I, like, wow that's true i did forget c spot run made meg ago. cry i forgot <laughs> I forgot he wasn't. Run made Meg cry. Wow, you know wow. it comes from Put the most likeliest of movies. I, I've cried many times <laughs> while watching movies for this podcast, but never one as silly as this one. Not gonna lie, I totally <laughs> forgot he was abandoned at the mailbox when he made that final speech. <laughs> just everything was just one in, in one ear, out the other for you. This whole movie, pretty much. I mean, for the past two days, I've been referring to this movie as worse Big Daddy. <laughs> It's worse than daddy. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. So, in that instance, does that make if David Arquette is Adam Sandler and two and and Half Man is Cole, Cole Sprouse. Sprouse, 
Then does that make Anthony the dog? Oh, okay. I was going to say, does that make the dog Rob Schneider? <laughs> but no, Anthony Anderson is Rob Schneider. Who's so the, the dog, dog John is Stewart? <laughs> Leslie Mann? Wait, what show are we on? <laughs> Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Oh, Or no, I Leslie Mann's sister woman. Leslie Mann's sister is the dog? <laughs> Wouldn't Leslie Mann's sister be the mom? <laughs> The mom who dies and we don't oh, meet? Oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. No, no, no. Leslie Mann. Or... Okay, Leslie Mann okay, is John Stewart's no, 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 no. girlfriend. The child's, the child's mom is clearly John Stewart. Wait. The child oh. from from C-Spot Run. No, guys. Uh, I figured it out. I figured it out. Is Scott, John Stewart. Agent 11. Agent 11 is Scuba Steve. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. This is the TikTok. <laughs> no, God, we need, to, we need <laughs> to start focusing on just this movie for more than five minutes, guys. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, okay, you know why we keep diverting? It's because this movie is boring. Do you this want? Movie is yeah, boring. this movie is bur- boring. I have two I did. Ha- I had more fun watching <laughs> Kangaroo Jack because of the chaos. Even I like hate watched it, but I had more fun watching it. This movie was. Just this movie, like a I dumb didn't mind it. It just was movie. really boring. Yeah, this movie but, didn't even have okay. Christopher Walken. Uh, no. No, this movie had such a weaker. Okay. Why the fuck does Seattle have such a strong New York mob presence? <laughs> okay, why I did like Mike have a strong mob presence as well? I okay, um, okay. Mobs I, did not need to even be in like Mike. Stop talking about other movies. God damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to get back to this one. We so we all read our pre-watch notes, so I know. We all completely forgot about the mob element in this movie <laughs> yes. prior to watching this movie. The fact that this movie is bit it is like Agent 11 spot the dog is the main character. And yes. the whole movie is about how he this police dog takes down a mob boss's like cocaine smuggling ring and the mob boss takes a hit out on the dog, so the dog has to go into witness protection, but then he escapes from witness protection because Reasons. there was, like, an inside lady who, like, switched the tags and was working with the mob. Never see her again. And it's like she flew the coop or whatever. Well, yeah, clearly, because the uh, the FBI bo- or the FBI agent that casually wears lingerie alone at home said, she's long gone, and that is enough of context. That is enough context for us to understand we'll never see her again. That when the other cop lady was wearing that, I was like, why is she dressed so sexy? I guess they're fucking. I guess we're they're just, together. We're just they, picking we that up. Address it. Context clues. That was confusing. Um, yeah, and then- I was under the impression that she was into him but he was oblivious to it because all he cared about was his dog. But he just showed up to her house out of the blue and she was already just wearing that. Yeah, <laughs> that was confusing. Um, like, that's just her, like, her PJs, which is realistic. That's what I wear, actually. Yeah, so sure. never mind. Carry on. Um, I do, okay, as soon as the metal ball thing happened, though, I had a flash of, like, I remember that. <laughs> Don't know why, but I do. Because the dog bites off one of the mob guy's balls and they have to replace it with a metal one. I didn't know what testicles were when I saw this movie <laughs> yeah. first, so that joke was completely lost on me. It was not a good joke as an adult either. Sir Holland, you've never seen The Sopranos. Did you no. know that one of the mob hitmen was in The Sopranos for many seasons? Oh, one of the mob guys who was going after the dog? Yeah, the younger one. I- Dude, oh. okay. I was... I was wondering that i'm like is that fucking Polly or whatever i don't remember all, all the named names Polly but... walnuts I, I know that's a sopranos thing right yeah i don't know who it is yeah it wasn't Polly. it wasn't Polly nuts but i was like i think that guy was in the sopranos or am i just profiling italian american no, 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 no. he a thousand percent was in the sopranos he was bobby he marries tony's sister and has to take care of Uncle June. Spoiler. Because he's a fucking idiot. 
Anywho, um, yeah, I, it's wild to me that, yeah, this movie has the mob in it. Also, Anthony Anderson's entire character was useless and did not need to be there. Okay, did you guys know that the half man's name was no. Angus? Yeah, Angus T. Jones or something, right? A six-year-old should also Who? not be named <laughs> the, Angus. The half, the boy. The boy! The boy! Oh, half, uh, half, oh man. half man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, apparently Anthony Anderson's role was supposed to only be one line. Really? And they, like, wrote him in more. Because they said, Gordon needs someone to, like, talk to. Like, ah. he needed more, you know, like, I guess outside context other than just James. I guess that's true. Man. I guess Anthony but Anderson I will say, was I did a big like, exposition character. Yeah, he's so the one who's like, yes. you were a out of mailbox. Yeah. That's my Anthony Anderson yeah. impression. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I could totally believe that this fucking annoying loser had no friends. And they're like, no, no, no. If we want him to succeed in the end, people have to believe that he has human friends. Yeah. Also, Wait, just okay, whole... hold on. I liked Anthony Anderson so much more in this oh, movie well, yeah. than in Kangaroo mean, Jack. Awful he was a normal Jack. man who loved to dance. Who doesn't love that? The freaking break dance I did now? love the break dance scene. <laughs> I did genuinely laugh at that. I genuinely laughed at it. I thought it was hilarious. They both actually danced. For um, real? That was David Arquette break dancing? No, not that part. All oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Not, no, 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 that not that part. Not that clearly part, a man but in a wig. all of Anthony Anderson's. <laughs> Anthony Anderson actually did the splits. He actually did the worm. He actually did his little spin part. Mm. And I thought David Arquette's like weird dancing stuff that actually made me chuckle <laughs> because it was so dumb and stupid. Like so, I thought it was kind of funny. I I did laugh because it was so batshit. <laughs> Would you like to hear? I love all of the frosted tips in this movie. Oh my God, I counted so four separate human beings with frosted tips. So many frosty tips. Um, should I get? Should I frost my tips, guys? <laughs> I mean, the two thousands are coming back. Well, we know you're. Did you, you ever frost your tips before? Well, he was blonde for so long. I did it. I did it as a joke for like two weeks before. Uh, I transferred to USC. Um, um, I mean, you also had like a but it was, But you never did like a, in elementary school. When it was no, just like I the did those gel little, like, that goes into like the no, little No, I did those slope. little baby streaks. Mm. It was like random streaks going through. Like but it was like almost unnoticeable. <laughs> and I had to like beg mom to let me do it. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, all right, viewers or viewers, listeners, uh, we're going to put up a poll on Instagram. Everyone vote whether or not I should get frosted <laughs> tips. Get frosted tips. Um, we know you look great as a blonde. And I'll, I'll, fu- I'll fucking do it. Do um, it. <laughs> I'm interested to see what it looks like on curly hair. So do you want to hear my other note? Yeah. I well, wait, what was your first note? Abandoned at a mailbox? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Was I attracted to this mom as a kid? Are our movies getting hornier or am I? She was pretty. I don't know. She was pretty. (laughs) Um, She reminded me of another actress. I just couldn't put my finger on it. Um, I think she kind of reminded me of like Katherine Heigl. A little bit. She also kind of looks like the bully in a Cinderella story. Mm. She was she, also the bully in a different teen movie. She was in two Iron Mans, and she was it, Carly Bobby in Talladega Nights. Ah, that's what it is. Oh, that's, that's how I know her. <laughs> I knew that's that what that's it how is. I know her. I'm like, she does look very familiar. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, thank goodness. Thank you, Allegra, okay. for that. Um, this movie was so mean to her for no reason. On. Speaking of the mom, <laughs> hold on. Speaking of the mom, what was the initial dynamic between Gordon yes, and the mom? I was very confused about this because... Because, like, she had a boyfriend who was a cop, or was he a boyfriend? I don't know, but, dating? like, Gordon was very assumptive that, like, he had an in, 
And she clearly was not interested until she like Stockholm syndromed <laughs> herself. Yeah. Into like falling for him just because he could she, take care of. He kept her child? kid alive. Because, yeah. Because he's... even though literally every time she called, he would yell at her. <laughs> he would answer the phone. What? Her Every reasoning time. at the end was, well, I guess you sort of saved my son's life. I'm like, yeah, in the danger he put him in. Like, what are you talking like, about? You don't have to go out with him if you don't want to. That's even if I'm he saying. did save his Stockholm life, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I, but I also couldn't figure out if they had had, like, prior history or not. I just Because got... it seemed like, like, maybe, like, because at the end she says, I guess we could give this another shot. Which implies that, but they that's maybe... the first time it is ever explained. Yeah, and he and the fact that he like barely knew the child means that even like so if they did date before, he didn't meet the kid, so it must not have been for that long. And then I don't. It was very. What if it's confusing. his kid? No, I, I don't think, think this it is. is a situation. What if it's his kid? <laughs> I think that. He's just a neighbor who got the hots for a neighbor and just came on. And just harasses her all the time. Yeah, he's just super creepy all the time. Yeah, it's not great. It's confusing. Yeah, it was weird and not explained at all. Protagonist in any anything in this movie. You mean eleven? Our protagonist. I'm like, of course (laughs) she's not dating you. You are a man child. They really hammer oh, in how much of a child he is. Yes, they do. I did like his curtains, though. He had really cool, groovy, like, mid-century curtains. Oh, yeah. That oh I pointed out to <laughs> to Meg. But, there. okay, another line that I did actually laugh out loud at. And it was when he was giving uh, Half Man some cereal. And he goes, oh, yeah, eat that up. Enjoy it. And he looks at the box. He goes, "No sugar," and they're proud of that because it like says like "No sugar." Yeah. And he goes, "No sugar," and they're proud of that. I actually got a laugh out loud from that. Like it was, I loved it. Also, I remember when I saw this movie, I had never eaten prunes. Yeah. But the way he scooped the prunes you? in, I really wanted prunes. <laughs> they looked really good in the movie. Because they just looked like giant maraschino cherries to me. So I was like, I want prunes in. in my cereal. <laughs> I don't know also, if I've like, actually I like ever prunes. had prunes. I don't know. They're fine. I think those were dried fine. prunes. Those were too big. They were I don't think I could have like horked those down in one bite. But like cut up. It's fine. Okay. The kid was really cute though. I feel like cute. we need to give a little moment to that. Yeah. When they, take, when they took a photo at the mail place and Anthony Anderson said, say Tupac. And he's just like. Tupac. It was very cute. cute. <laughs> was he a strong? Wait, was that not in his in his kitchen? That was at the oh, was it place? in the kitchen? I, just don't remember. I don't remember where it was. I think it was. It was when they were eating cereal. Okay, my notes are very. Oh, also, sporadic. this movie made me want. This movie made me want Captain Crunch. Oh my god! I, I literally Crunch wrote that down. I definitely over a decade. That was yeah. That was that kid's shining scene is being high on all the sugar. Yeah, yeah. He was very good in that scene as well. Um, Holy shit, do you want to know something crazy? Sure. That I just realized? What? So I just said I haven't had it in over a decade. And then I also remembered that in my pre-watch notes, I said that I haven't watched this movie in at least 15 years. Both of those times when I was referring to like the age versus how old I am now... I forgot that I'm not 22. I kept thinking up. So I was like, I haven't seen this movie since I was seven. You know, 15 years ago. Noi, noi. No, no. Noi, noi, noi. I am a 25-year-old man. I was thinking about that. Like, I was like, really? Because like 15 years ago, Holland was 15. And I'm like, I don't think 15-year-old Holland would have watched this movie. Yeah, no, no. I'm like, it's definitely been more (laughs) than 15 for me. (laughs) Maybe at least 17 or 18 years for me. You're 25, Grave. I know, I'm just a dumbass. Um, (laughs) So, Anyways, poop scene. Oh, God, the poop scene. I hated it back then. I hated it now. I think the only you? part we thought was funny was when he was like, I'm covered in caca. 
which I just know we used to laugh at. I liked it. I just I hated it. It was great. I liked it back in the day. I'm not saying I liked it now. I was like, God, okay, whatever. But no, when I was a kid, I remember loving it through and through. Do you know what I hated more than the poop? Yeah. (laughs) What? His gross white t shirt (laughs) and no pants. It was not good. I swear (laughs) I I don't know if it's just because my television is too high def. I think I saw dick imprint multiple <laughs> oh, times. Oh, no. That's not what you want. And I was like, I do I do find that a certain, like, off-white undergarment disgusts me <laughs> so viscerally. Because I feel like in media, it's the perfect avenue to just show how poopy something is, <laughs> is to put it on white underwear. And he's just covered in shit he just keeps landing in it and he's and like stuff lasts so long he stuffs the poopy shirt up his butt crack <laughs> why and we're seeing feet which i don't love this was just an Dude, all around has got some meaty legs <laughs> i was just all of my senses were he's offended. a sturdy man which is not what you expect when you look at him with pants on you know that, what i mean that cop would have shot him <laughs> Yeah, that was disgusting. Okay, wait. Also, uh, there we go. That's a good segue. Speaking of cops, <laughs> let's get to the most problematic scene in the movie. Okay. Go when ahead. When he goes, I thought this dog was left. And then the cop goes, mm, you know what? I think you're Bow. And then the kid goes, no, he's not. You're Wow. Yeah, awful. Like, wow. Awful. Dialogue. Back to back. Throwing a lot of R words back and forth. 2001, baby. Colin, please bleep every time Gray says it. Yeah, I will. I (laughs) will. But like with a woof. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try. No, can can you just can you just say like beep over? Like I did on our like I did on our Inspector Gadget TikTok. (laughs) You should no. You should go exactly. (laughs) You should go woof. (laughs) It's me going woof. (laughs) (laughs) It's you going bow. Wow. Wow. Yippee. Great. I have so many sound bites I can use now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I feel like my thoughts are just so scattered about this movie because it was just very haphazardly put together in the first place. This movie is hanging on by a thread. I could follow it for the most part, but it was just like, it was not... the amount of times I checked the time on this movie. Like, I know I said my sit-through ability was five. But, like, this movie was just kind of very not blah. great. It was boring. It was very blah. The first thing I said, I didn't write it It was down. boring, but once again, like, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it deserves the high 50s score it's going to get. Yeah. Uh, The first thing I said when watching this movie was... The Bow Wow Wow Yippee Yo Yippee Yo song always reminds me of this movie and 102 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the songs are what I remember most. Do we need to break down the pet store scene? Have we done that yet? Do we need to? I don't know. I'm just confused why they have piranhas and sea urchins at That's this pet good store. point. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of... The- the sea urchin part did kind of make me laugh because it was so goofy. There's <laughs> like, causes paralysis! And there's like fake urchins on his butt. I'm like, that's kind of funny. He has like seven sea urchins lodged inside of like, his ass. Oh no, our guns are in the piranha tank. And I'm like, yeah, piranhas are carnivorous, but they don't work that fast. But this is a silly, goofy t- children's movie like when in the beginning when david arquette is like battling all the dogs on his route and he just launches into the tree there's so much wire work in this movie there's a lot of wire work it's very cartoon i loved i loved that part when he launches himself (laughs) into the tree because it was so early on into the movie where you just get that like super crazy stunt like jesus christ word for a ride part of me does think that this movie may have been better if it was animated it i mean 
I think it's doing what it's supposed to. It would have made more sense. For kids. Because I just, I know we gen- we thoroughly enjoyed it. It was thoroughly. very, well, I don't know. We enjoyed it. <laughs> Keep going. We, it was very slapsticky in like the m- ways that just hit kids. Like, it's very much like a Home Alone slapstick. It's like a little rascal's hijinks. It's just, it's got all those same, like, it hits all those same beats. Absolutely. Yeah. Not not as, yeah. And if there's one thing I do love, it's hitting kids. So I agree on <laughs> But as an adult, I am very bored by it. And I'm, and I think all uh, of yes. the scenes go on for way too long. <laughs> I think dad was in this movie and he was asleep. <laughs> In Probably under ten minutes. Probably. He was asleep during the trailers. Yeah. The cop kind of looked like Cyclops, but not Cyclops. So I was like, ah, you're not, you're not doing anything for this movie. I don't know. You know. Oh, greasy hair guy. Oh, the cop. The cop. The, the boyfriend. The not, not boyfriend. The, not the FBI. Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, cop, the cop. mom's maybe boyfriend cop. Yeah. Right. Also, why, where did this mom go on a business trip for one night? And then why did it take her so long to get back? Like, why did we have to give her like a more fucked up version of like the mom's home alone storyline in this movie? Because the mom is irrelevant. They're like, we just need the mom to go away. It doesn't need to make sense. Yeah. But she can't get back. But she's kind of the love interest, so she'll need she needs to be in the movie somehow. Not interacting or bonding with David Arquette in any way. No, no. Everyone will just believe their chemistry. Yeah, the the whole like them being like a love storyline just like (laughs) really did not hold. I mean, as far as we know, they have more like one-on-one FaceTime off-screen than even Serendipity had, so who knows? This is just Serendipity Big Daddy. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, I don't think that works at all. Um, do we need to talk about anything? I'm like, didn't we even talk about anything? No, I think at this point... I'm just like... (laughs) At this point, we're really just trying to fill time. I think it's okay if this is a shorter episode. Much like David Arquette's character in this movie, this episode has had no arc. No one's (laughs) score has grown. (laughs) We're basically right where we've started. I hope I can make this a funny episode. Yeah, I haven't moved one thing. This is the first episode we're recording since our parent trap TikTok blew up. So if anyone has made it this far who is a new listener... Stick around. This episode is It's not normally like this. Oh, <laughs> don't shit on the episode while we're doing... I thought it was fine. We're shitting on a fucking okay-ass movie. We've had a lot to talk about, at least. It's mostly been other movies. Listen to Matilda, guys. Yeah, listen to Parent Trap. Listen to Matilda. Listen to... Uh, start listening when my audio is better. Yeah, the audio is a little rough in the beginning, guys. I'm really sorry about that. But Thanks for sticking with us yeah. if you um, have been listening been here for that since long. day one. Yeah. If you're people <laughs> I know in real life, um, I'm so sorry. There are definitely some episodes that you have to listen to with headphones, but also not in a loud area. <laughs> so you can hear everybody. Um, anyway, I don't know what I was saying. Did we change any scores? I didn't. <laughs> I did not. So, bonus with that being points? said, are we going to give bonus, bonus points? Hamster dance? So, nothing. Um, caca? I'm going to give a bonus point for uh, the 2001 fashion, such as the Frosted Tips and David Arquette wearing a wife beater tank top underneath one of those like (laughs) sheen like basketball shorts material like sleeveless workout shirts Uh, yes so he's basically wearing two tank tops like one on top of the other oh so i'm gonna give a bonus point for that yeah and like when and when he just spikes up his hair of just his hair is just constantly messy because that's the point yeah so crunchy in this movie. It did not look good. Bonus point for the breakdancer? I'm not going to give one. For I don't think dog? you deserve two. I don't a, think a movie you, with the... I don't think it deserves two. All right, the so listen. The dog was so boring. We're going to talk about how the dog was was maybe not the cutest dog. 
<laughs> Are we, wow. We're not, we're not going to address wow. the elephant in the room. We never, we didn't talk about we, the dog at all. We didn't talk about the dog at all. We talked about how cute Airbud was. Oh, this dog was not as cute as Airbud. Yeah, so that, listen, we're addressing the, fucking, the table about the controversy of what we've been avoiding for an hour. Is that the dog doesn't bring? It's not a shit controversy. He's not cute. We don't care about the dog, and he doesn't even play until like halfway through the movie because he's like a stern police dog. He's the only one with an arc, and he's honestly the one I probably care the least about. <laughs> the dog. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the dog. Shit. It's a shit dog. Um, I didn't like how. This is another stray thought that I just had. I didn't like how when Michael, what's his name? Shane. Clark Duncan. Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. How he would kept trying to use the code name Tiger, but those guys kept calling him Tigger. I didn't like that. No. Did that make you uncomfortable too? Yeah. 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 I was like, that seems a little too on the nose. Yeah, I did not like that. I know it was. I'm like any other name. And you just keep messing it up. I will let that slide. Yes. This, I didn't like it. <laughs> the Chihuahua had more personality than Spot. Yeah. The stuffed dog had more personality. All right. Well, fuck it. Uh, we had one. Though? We had one bonus point only. Yeah. Um, so the total score for C Spot Run comes in at sixty. Ugh. Too high. <laughs> Too late. No take backsies. It's the it's the appropriate for children. Yeah, I know. Like that's just what what did it. Fine. But whatever. <laughs> um, Listen, I think I it's knew, I think it's score fine. for a mad movie. I know? knew I knew it was better than Grease 2. Yeah. Um, here's some trivia on this boring ass movie. Um Budget was sixteen million. Box office was forty three. So that is technically a commercial success. Um, now, tell me what you guys think about this one. <laughs> the original cut of the film was two hours no. and forty five no. minutes. That's like an extra hour. That's almost as <laughs> that's long like as a Scorsese movie. That's almost as long as The Batman. Why? What, what did they watching, cut out? What? Imagine watching this movie for three hours. What could no possibly no. have warranted that? <laughs> this score would have been the, like probably nearing Kangaroo Jack if it had been that long. Maybe yeah, we dude, would have gotten I would have been. I would have hated. That was a I big reason like, why we didn't like Grease too. It was very long and yeah, not good. <laughs> Originally, this was a musical. They had to cut out all the musical numbers. Does it say why it was that long? Nope. It was no meant to be rated That is insane. That is wild. Um, yeah, some more, some more trivia. Michael Clark Duncan filmed two scenes with a broken leg. Oh, the damn. scenery takes Spot away from Gordon and James in the scene where Spot decides to stay with Gordon and James. Any shots of him standing up was a stand-in. Um, Martin Lawrence was originally cast as Gordon, mm. but departed over creative differences. Interesting. Uh, Tim Robbins was originally cast to play Murdoch, the FBI agent, played by Clark Duncan. Oh. Um... Uh, the film opened at number three at the North American box office, making $9.7 million in its opening weekend behind Hannibal and the Mexican, which opened up at the top spot. Oh, weekend. Des <laughs> Despite this, it was a success and went on to gross over 43 million worldwide in part because the film featured the first trailer for the heavily anticipated Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why we went and saw it. Um, to see the trailer? Honestly, no. I don't know. No. I don't we, know. I was kidding. We, weren't we Harry accidentally yet. went to the Harry Potter premiere. Yeah. Yeah. We hadn't read the books before we saw the movie. Yeah, I was kidding. Anyway. Um, and it was 2001. Shit happened. 
Yeah. We have we, covered we it. We know what happened. Ad nauseum. Yeah. We all never forget, so. <laughs> um, all right. Now it's time for my favorite part. Wheel Checking who? Picking Gray's movie. What's it gonna be? Picking my movie. Rock mountain where you never clean your socks. Oh, God, what is Clearly it? Clearly not. I am defending one another. It was just another gray choice. Okay. Is that three in a row? I think it is. Parent Trap, Charlie's Angel, or Charlie's Angels. Parent Trap, Trap was Charlie's mine. Angels. Charlie's Angels was mine. This is four and in a row. And C-Spot Run. This is four. Wow. And it is. Michael, you're welcome. Shout out our cousin Michael. It it's Come Austin on. Powers, Austin baby. Powers! excited for that that'll be fine i just sent you guys one of those mike myers like watches his iconic roles videos oh yeah i haven't watched that yet it like sent me i'm like i didn't realize how much he just like was a part of our childhood I'm dominated like, our childhood world, all the awesome powers so i married an axe murderer i'm like all i'm like all of these movies are famous. shrek shrek yeah and then Cat in the Hat happened. <laughs> right, I forgot about Cat in the Hat. And then Love Guru happened. I've never seen Love Guru. Me neither. But I'm excited to Me watch neither. Austin Powers. Yeah, we watched that. Me too. We watched time. it like oh, early so pandemic. It so was it's fun. probably been at least almost two years it's since been, we watched it. Was it. I don't think I've watched it since college. Mm. I'm so excited to watch it. Allegra and I watched the first two yeah. during the pandemic. We both agreed point. that uh, we can probably never see the third one ever again, and it we would still have seen this movie too many times. I can still fucking quote that movie. Oh, me too. <laughs> Backwards and forwards. I don't know. I want to watch it. I haven't seen it since like 2004. Yeah, I don't think I've seen so it. So I want to. I want to watch it again. In a while. Listen, we'll do Austin Povember uh, <laughs> later. I guess. Just watch the other two. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm excited for Austin Powers. So, um, that's all we have for March Myers, (laughs) March Myers. Um, so that's all we have for this week. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Latchkey Sips. You can also email us at latchkeysips at gmail.com. Um, and please especially follow us on Instagram because every Friday we post a poll where you can vote to decide if the defending sib of the week can gain a point, lose a point, or just stay the same before we post final scores on Saturday. Make a leg or lose a point. Please just don't, just keep it the same, guys. Yeah, I'm not, make a leg or lose a point. The worst. Make a leg or lose a point. Make a leg or lose a point. Make a leg or lose a point. Make sure I don't lose any um, I know, now we're just actively campaigning either for or against points. Oh, it was obviously going to get to this point. As soon as people <laughs> were allowed to give us more points, our groveling ass competitive personalities yeah. cannot hold back usually people aren't nice and like generally i we've never had to lose a point yet so maybe we can make this the first week Whoa! guys Let's test it out. why my week because you're still like 80 points ahead of me yeah of you <laughs> not of gray um well yeah i guess we'll see next week gray might make a like lose a point no, how much wait hold on how much is gray behind by well, I don't know. He still needs to do his third movie no, to round like, it up. Yes, tell me what is the score No, like right, right now. now. Oh, like right now. How much will he have to earn? Um, He's got to earn like 70-ish. 70, 69. 80. No, that's your 69. score. Sorry. He Six, needs to get at least 69 a 69 to beat you. 69. <laughs> that's fucking easy. I do. I mean, that's fucking easy. Austin Powers is not appropriate for children, but I'm sure there are other things bringing it up. Okay. Allegra. I'm sorry. All right. Well, <laughs> next week we're watching Austin Powers. Uh, stay tuned to see if Gray beats Allegra, if Key surpasses Allegra, like oh, halfway through the year. It's freaking June now, guys. I, I can't lose any points, everybody. <laughs> you got. I'm. I need to have a fighting chance. Yeah, if she loses a point, then he only needs Michael, I those points. 68. 68. <laughs> exactly. So everyone, if you want the sex number to remain the difference between me and Gray, I can't lose any points. Well, hang on, remember, 68 ties us. 69 makes me win. So let's make me win, guys. Let's do it. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Here we go.